1: Bernstein, a member of President Biden's Council of Economic Advisers. Mr. Bernstein, good to have you back on the show. Good afternoon. Great to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. Sure. Let me start with this new minimum tax for very rich <laughs> Americans, which the White House says would apply to people, I think, with more than $100 million, basically. Is this just a first step towards potentially raising taxes on a bigger group of rich people, of wealthy Americans, or, or is this it for the moment? Well, I think what this is, is an absolutely historically unique piece of tax legislation, the idea of which is to do something that's really never been done in U.S. tax policy, which is to try to figure out how we can fix this problem that billionaires tend to pay an effective tax rate of 8%. I didn't leave off a number there, 8%, below 10%, below what a firefighter or or, or, uh, uh, a teacher pays in many cases. And that's because uh, our tax system leaves wealth out of its base. And this billionaire's minimum tax disallows that, and it requires uh, billionaires, the top 0.01% of the income scale, uh, to pay at a minimum a 20% tax rate, not the current 8% raises three hundred and sixty billion over ten years and injects a huge dose of fairness into the tax code very important to this president it is uh, in many ways as you know a presidential budget is is in some ways a symbolic document right a presentation to congress of these are our priorities as the president made made clear this is what we want but does the administration have any reason to believe that for example senator cinema and senator manchin would be on board with a 28 percent corporate tax rate right now when that seemed to be a sticking point not too long ago Well, we've heard different reports. You'd have to talk to our legislative team to to do any kind of nose counting like that. Um, What we've heard from, uh, including the senators you've mentioned, is uh, a real intention to do what the president does in this budget, which is to invest in the American middle class, invest in the well-being of uh, of the American workforce, lower prescription drug costs, lower the cost of health care, and to do so in a way that is fiscally responsible
0: and so it begins <laughs> millionaires don't pay enough in taxes that's the uh, common theme across the board for democrats now i'm all for revamping a tax law so that it is more fair across the board however i don't know how much more fair it can possibly get last year or the last tax season The top 1% paid 38% of all taxes paid in these United States. If you add in all the way down to the top 10% earners in the United States, which is people that are making over $220,000 a year, if you get into the top 10%, they pay, they account for 43% of all taxes paid, um... In the United States. The bottom 57% paid either none or get, were given a refund from the government. So the bottom 57% paid nothing. More, more than likely you got something back if you weren't just flush. And then the top uh, 10% of people, 10% of earners, paid 43% of taxes in this country. If you think that it needs to be any more fair than you know, don't ever get rich. What the bill that they're putting forth is really saying is it's taking into account their assets. It's taking into account their savings. It's taking into account everything. And they're saying that you're paying a minimum of 20% instead of this 8%. I don't believe that that is a fair way to do things. Assets have nothing to do with earnings. If you are earning something, then you just pull it out of what you are earning and you pay your taxes. For example, your home is an asset. What is your home worth? You can't tell me that because your home's only worth as much as somebody's willing to pay for it. But, of course, the government's going to want to put a number on it to make sure that they can tax you as hard as possible because they're trying to vilify and make the rich class of people out to be the boogeyman. Also, their plan is flawed. The additional percentage that they are going to raise uh, up to make sure that these you know .01% pay, that 20%, he says is going to bring in a revenue of around $360 billion over the course of 10 years. So that's $36 billion a year. Being that in our current year, in this current fiscal year, in this cycle, we are running a deficit of around a trillion dollars by the end of the year, that $36 billion really doesn't do a whole lot to help straighten things out. Matter of fact, that $36 billion would probably go to another useless Democrat wish list item that really doesn't support anything that we need it to support. It's not pro-American. It does nothing for our infrastructure. It's just going to something that helps them achieve their ultimate goal of becoming your master. Yes, I I get frustrated listening to all this tax nonsense. Is the bill going to pass? Who knows? Uh, I don't if everybody reads through it. Again, you know how Democrats like to do things. They'll put together a 2,500-page bill, drop it on you, and tell you you got two days to read it, and then we're voting on it. And that's that. We'll see. Cinema and Manchin have held out in the past. If something didn't look right to them, are they going to want to tax corporations more money? Are they going to want to tax this top uh, tier of people more money? I, you know, I don't know. I couldn't even pretend to guess what they are thinking. That's going to be totally up to them when that time comes. As far as Joe Biden being fiscally responsible, if you are so fiscally responsible, why are we running at a deficit of a trillion dollars? Why don't you trim the fat, get rid of some of your wish list items, and at minimum run flush. Or if you're not going to run flush, if you run slightly over, and maybe this 36 billion makes you run flush, then it would be a little bit more understandable why you're trying to bring in that extra revenue. But we all know that's not what they are doing. Okay, they're just trying to get more money. They're trying to make themselves look like they are fulfilling promises that Joe Biden promised on the campaign trail about making the upper-class people pay their fair share of taxes. As I just told you, the top 43 or 44% of people pay all the taxes, more or less, and the bottom 57% pay nothing. So, there it is. Another tax hype from Sleepy Creepy that is more than likely going to have more American companies move their operations offshore, which will cost us more American jobs and it'll put us even further into a depression. So good job in being fiscally responsible and doing your job as the supposed commander in chief there. He is also recommending that government workers, he wants to give them rate uh, wage hikes twice as high as inflation. <laughs> that's being very fiscally responsible. In a study or that they did for 2023, a previous study they did for 2023, and in his budget for fiscal year 2023, he wants to include about a 4.6 percent pay hike for all federal employees. The study that was done in 2017 said that inflation would rise by 2.3% in 2023. Under normal circumstances, that may have been true. However, in these current times, if it's that, it's going to be bad anyways, because that's going to put us over 10% inflation since Trump left the office. And if it was at the same number that it was when Trump left the office at 1.4%, had it, if it rose an additional 2.3%. That would still be concerning, and I'm sure everybody would still have an eye on it no matter which president was in the White House because that's quite a bit to go up in a fiscal year. That being said, since we are uh, saddled with an administration that likes to print money like it's going out of style, I think that that 2.3% is being generous because you have to imagine that when they did the study in 2017, it was based upon Trump's economic plan, and that's what they saw going forward. That was not uh, foreseeing the whole COVID nightmare in 2017 and the reckless spending by the Biden administration. So it could be worse than that. We'll have to see. I Also, I'd like to point out, since he's being so fiscally responsible, that on average, between... um, their standard pay and benefits federal workers earn about 17% more than workers with comparable skills and education in other parts of the economy so they're already well paid for their jobs it is uh i mean is it going to matter <laughs> i mean if inflation continues to rise even if he gives them an additional 4.6% uh, that 4.6% is going to be wiped out. They're still going to be working in the negative because in the last fiscal year, we went up almost 7%. So now going forward for this one coming up, what is the additional going to be? Now, I know some some of Biden's advisors are telling everybody that inflation is going to level off and Biden wants to come on TV and make speeches speeches about how he's going to be fiscally responsible and they're working on the new budget and that basically his predecessor is the reason we're having these problems please if you're buying into any of this crap yeah yeah i mean you really please uh, wake up read something watch something new than you know mainstream media because if you're you're buying into this i'm assuming that's what you're doing uh, inflation is not caused by russia inflation was not caused by trump you can't have inflation at 1.4% when a president is leaving office and then as soon as you get in it starts skyrocketing up because of everything that you're doing You're spending money nonstop. You're creating all these massive spending bills. You're still trying to pass massive spending bills. And for them, they want you to believe that that is not the the direct reason for inflation. There is no other reason. We have too much money chasing not enough goods. And the reason we have too much money is because certain people are printing too much money. Please, if that's your issue in life. (laughs) If you're buying into the whole, oh, it's all Russia's fault that we're having inflation and Trump did it and, uh, you know before he left office in 2020, you really need to take a hard look at what's going on in the world today because it's not that. All right, going back and to further prove that you don't really, these federal workers don't really need the raises. I know everybody needs money. If you're a federal worker, believe me, I'm not against you. But in our current times when everybody is making less because your money is worth less right now, the last thing that we need to do is spend more money or, let's see, we're all going to end up becoming millionaires because inflation is going to get so bad that making a million dollars is what you're going to need to have the equivalent to a $50,000 a year job. Uh, According to a CBO study, Federal workers with a high school degree or less had wages that were 34% higher than the private sector peers and benefits that were 93% greater for a total comparison gap of about 53%. For workers with a bachelor's degree, the wage gap was around 21%, composed of a 5% wage gap and a 52% benefit gap. Does anything more need to be said? I mean, I, I, again, I'm not against federal workers. If you're a federal worker, I want you to make as much money as you can make. But sometimes you got to take one for the team. There are a lot of people right now that you're not going to get a raise this year because companies can't afford to raise, give you a raise this year because they're getting beat down by inflation, that everything that they're doing is costing them more money. So the last thing that they can do is hand out more money. This is not being fiscally responsible. This is fulfilling their socialist wish wish list like, oh, we're going to just continue to take care of you guys and we're just going to spend into oblivion and we're just going to give you as much money as you want. Listen, money's a great thing, but when it's not worth anything, you're going to end up like that guy in a picture with a wheelbarrow full of cash to pick up a roll of toilet paper. I mean, is that do, do we really need to get to that point before everybody figures out that yeah he can give you that money, but it doesn't mean anything since you're already seven uh, percent in the hole. Even if he gives you the four point six percent, you're still in the hole because inflation is still continuing to rise. So no matter what he gives you, you're not keeping up with. The cost of living. So the best thing to do at this point, again, is take one for the team and tell them, stop printing money. Stop giving away money. We are not a socialist nation. Even though last year with all the payments that were being sent out to everybody, it was like we were a quasi-socialist nation. They were trying to give you a little taste of it to see if they can entice you to want more. That is not us. Because that that little, uh, how do you put this? That little sugar rush, let's say, only lasts for a moment. And then once it's gone, then you plummet and you crash. So please, uh, again, pay attention. Uh, Biden is slowly but surely destroying this country. Did did you see that idiot all weekend long? (laughs) You know, his PR team has just got to be just wanting to eat bullets like all day, every day. He just kept messing up on everything, Uh, calling out Putin and lying about things that he said. It was a hot mess and they had to keep coming out and correcting and doing damage control with everything that he was saying, especially when he was going off script. The guy barely reads a teleprompter as it is, but when he goes off script, you really hear some crazy stuff come out of his mouth. I mean, those are probably... In an ideal world where everything was okay, inflation was okay and everything, those are the moments where you got some popcorn and you're sitting down and you're pretty much uh, blacking out in the couch laughing because this guy just sounds like a bumbling fool. But it's not funny when we're in the situation that we're in right now and you know that, God, this is the guy that's representing us. This is the guy that everybody's looking to and he's the face of the United States right now. Oh my God. God. (laughs) It's just so dumb. But, yeah, he was having a pretty rough weekend. It was funny to see them deflect everything. My God, that guy was... I mean, his team must have just been beside themselves. Like, please, can somebody just shut him up, duct tape his mouth, just hog tie him, throw him back in the friggin' limo, and that's it. Don't let him come out again. Or, like all the conspiracy theorists like to say, there's like a bot of him somewhere. Bring the bot out and program it and let it say whatever it needs to say because... My God, those poor people had a rough weekend. Uh, The Federalist Federalist, reported that Hunter Biden's laptops are now an active national security threat. Oh, there's a big surprise. On Friday, the Daily Mail reported that emails recovered from Hunter Biden's laptop show that he helped an infectious disease research company pursue projects in Ukraine. Those emails confirm portions of charges Russia made the previous day that an investment group run by the now Sleepy Creepy son had funded a company conducting research at biological laboratories in the Ukraine. While these developments add another scandal to a long list of the Biden family's dirty laundry, The more urgent concerns for the country should be the continuing threat to our national security posed by a compromised president and the possibility that Russia has access to the catalog of compromising material contained on Crackhead Hunter's laptop. This is all part of what was buried prior to the 2020 election where, you know, social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, anybody that could block this news from coming out. You remember the uh, New York Post uh, was reporting it and they got their accounts suspended. Nobody was allowed to talk about crackhead Hunter because what the elites in government wanted more than anything was to throw Trump out of office because He was disrupting their plan for global domination. I know that sounds bad, but I'm I'm trying to be dramatic effect here. I could just say that they're fascist takeover because that's pretty much what they would like. They would like to be the dictators. Um, I think Joe Biden is a threat to national security because you don't know what the hell is going to come out of his mouth when he's just running off at the mouth. As you can see this past weekend. Uh, I think Joe Biden, like I said in my uh, podcast earlier this week that I don't it almost appears as if he would like to go to war with Russia for whatever sick reason. The more that comes out about the laptop, the more that comes out about the crooked crime family. It's funny that the laptop is just always linking back to Ukraine, it's linking back to Russia, and I'm sure if you dig deep enough, or if we can find out enough about what's on the laptop, I'm sure China is in there as well. I keep saying there is something bigger going on than just a normal war in Ukraine. It just hasn't revealed itself yet, but... As with time, everything does, so I'm sure it's coming to a head. But Joe Biden is a threat to national security because he is a compromised president. He has a lot of dirt on him. What should be done is there should be a full investigation into Hunter Biden. They should be crystal clear with the uh, people of the United States, go through the entire laptop, and if it links all the way back to Joe Biden, then he needs to be removed. And I'm not talking about removed, like, oh, he needs to uh, resign or step down. No, he needs to be prosecuted and removed. And if that means in shackles and handcuffs, then so be it then be removed and go spend the rest of your days in some type of a minimum security geriatric uh, jail where you can just sit there and stare at the TV screen all day and you can eat something and just laugh at whatever's on the TV. You know what he reminds me of that has any, if if, I would assume most people have, I would guess. Um, Willy Wonka was such a big show when I was a kid. You know, everybody loved Willy Wonka. I mean, yeah, when they went into the factory, that was like, oh, my God, the dream machine. You could almost taste the candy just looking at the TV. It was amazing. I, Growing up, I loved it. it uh, you could almost smell the chocolate river. You just wanted to be there so bad, and you're just in your imagination. We, you were in there swimming in the chocolate because, you know, you're a kid in candy, and it's just the most amazing thing ever. Well, when it came out with the one with Johnny Depp, It is slightly different. It's Tim Burton style. I like both. They're distinctly different from each other. But in the uh, newer version with Johnny Depp, the old lady that's one of the uh, bedridden elders that live in the house with Charlie uh, has really lost it. And I always think of her when I refer to Joe Biden, when they're, you know, having a conversation and she's like, yep, yep. And he's like, you don't even know what we're talking about. And she looks at him and she's like, butterflies? And they're all just shake their head like, oh God, we love her, but she has no idea. Yeah, that's what Joe Biden's like to me. <laughs> you know, so let him live out his days and he can act like that in a minimum security prison uh, because he is so compromised. Somebody like him cannot possibly be worth the amount of money that he is worth on a government salary when he's been so ineffective as a politician for five decades. What has he done? He's never had a real job. His only job has ever been hustling the people of Delaware. What has he done his whole life? Nothing. So how is he worth 20 or $30 million? There's only one way that that happens, and he's all over it. He used his son... To enrich himself, enrich himself, and son got, you know, enriched himself as well. So that way he could do his drugs, Joe could have his money, and all is fair in love and war, I guess. (laughs) So Hunter Biden's laptop is absolutely a problem for national security. It's more so a problem for the Biden crime family than it is for us as the American people. Yes, we're going to look like fools once again. I mean... How much worse can it get? We, we look foolish every single day. And people that didn't vote for this sleepy old man in the White House like myself, I did not vote for him. It's a shame that I have to sit here and look like a fool when all I can say is I didn't vote for that guy. That's not the one I wanted. Okay, I wanted the other guy that who is still just as sharp as he ever was and who was making America great again uh, until they stole something from him. All right. Wednesday, hump day. Yeah! Either your day is just beginning, but don't worry. It'll be over just uh, as soon as it began. Time seems to go by so fast these days. Uh, and we are halfway through the week. So, if you like what you're hearing, can you please follow me on uh, or at excuse me, Facebook? I'm at the uh, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Uh, Gab or Parlor at the Real Little Joe. Twitter at LJCONSERCRN. Podhub. I am at Little Joe CC, Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner, YouTube, Little Joe CC, and if you'd like to contact me, you can go to LittlejoeC.com, go to the contact section, and leave me a message. God, I hate saying that every single time. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you. See you tomorrow.